Okay, let's get into Perak Zion of Divrei Hayamim Aleph, and we continue with the Shvatim. With the, uh, this is really the end of the Shvatim uh, discussion. All of the lineage are, again, pieces of the lineage. This is not a history book. As we said, there are differences between the list of Shvatim here and what the Torah says. Uh, Zvulun is not listed here for some reason. Um, Rav Eisenman suggests in his Sefer that <coughs> Ezra... Ezra, you know, was writing this a couple hundreds of years after the Gullus of the Aseris Hashvatim. So he was he had sketchy records, and uh, we don't know exactly uh, every detail. Right, the Radak says, Ulai lo kasuf, He didn't have it in writing, he didn't have a misor about it, so it's uh, it's difficult to know all the details. Rav Chaim Kanievsky, in the time of the Krab, uh, writes in the Hakdama to uh, to the Sefer. He writes in the Hakdama to the Sefer uh, here in the uh, beginning of Divrei Hayamim. He only has four uh, entries on Divrei Hayamim Aleph. He says, Davar Pashut, Shalobah B'Sefer Divrei Hayamim Liyaches is Kol HaAnashim. It's not there to tell you all the people. V'Lobah Liyaches Ela Anashim Chashuvim U'Miyuchasim Kigon David Shmuel Yoshua Kalei V'Chayot Zibazeh V'Mishorim V'Ashorim V'Chayot Zibazeh Right, different Chashuv people. L'Chein Maschul Yichus U'Medalek So that's why he lists some and then it skips some and then it goes back. V'Chozer L'Acher only ones that we need to know about. And when we come to the one that we need to know about, then it stops. And it skips somebody who the Pasuk has no interest in. But he notes that most people here are listed. We have no idea why they're listed. We don't know them. And therefore, it could be that it's really other people with different names, like the Gemara Megillah Dafir Gimel and the Medrash and Rus Rabbah. So we don't know exactly all of the people, but uh, this parak uh, continues the list of the of the Shvatim. So we start off with Yisachar, right, the ones that were known as the um, members of the Sanhedrin and, and they carry the Torah, Chamar Chamar Gorem. Tola Ufua Yashuv. The Shimron Arba'a. So there are four names listed here. Tola Pua Yashiv is written, but it's read as Yashuv. The Shimron Arba'a. Rashi points out that in Chumash, um, his name is Yov. Yov without the Shin. Yashuv is really Yud Vav Vet. Yov. Yov Hayashmo. So again, when we say Rashi, it means the Mefarish that's called Rashi. Lefishin is Yashvu Lomo Torah. Dechsev Umebnei Yisachar Yodei Bina Leitim. He's called Yeshuv, his name was Yov, but he had a lot of yeshiva. He had a lot of yeshiva for sitting and learning Torah. And that's alluded to, right, in order to uh, come to the levels, you need yeshiva. Right? Remember the Gemara, the end of Nida. You have to get to the second to last daf of Shas Babli. Ayin Amabez going over to Ayin Aleph Amad Aleph. Through to the last daf to get the message of Hishtablus and Bitachon. Hishtablus and Tefillah. The Gemara says, Mayasa Adam Yechkam. What should a person do to become wise? To become wise in Torah. The Gemara says, Amar lahen, Yar bebi yeshiva, There's the yeshiva, why it's called yeshuv instead of yov. He has to be mar yeshiva. You have to sit. You have to sit and focus and learn. And be mamayit b'schorah, and be mamayit in business. Amr haru asu kem Many people tried that, and it didn't work. Elo yevakshu rachamim mimisha chachma shalom. It's not only mar yeshiva, it's also tefillah. Tefillah from the one who's in charge of chachma. Shnemar ki Hashem yitain chachma mipivdas utfuna, the pasuk in in Mishlei. And the Gemara says, to teach me my Kamashvul and the Habalo Halosagya. You can't have one without the other. You have to have the Hishtablus and you have to have the Tefillah. And the Gemara says that by Chachma, the Gemara says that by Ashirus, that's the next line, Mayas Adam Yis Asher, Armalem Yarbe Vizchora. You have to be Marbe Vizchora in order to be able to, uh, you know, focus on business or uh, the Gra takes out Yarbe Vizchora. 
right? Because what do you mean business? The Gemara takes that. He just says the next word, Yisav Yitei Be'amuna. That's the Ishtavos. That's the Ishtavos. Yisav Yitei Be'amuna. So Amru Haber Lasukain Balaho Ilu Ali Bachsharachem Imisha Oshes Shalom. So you have to uh, you have to daven also, and then finally children. Here it doesn't mean dafka males; they can be wonderful uh, female children too. Zachar means mashpiim, often in Chazal. A zachar is the, called the active party, the active side, and then a keve is the is the passive. So that's what we get back to our pasuk. Pasuk Aleph, one of the sons of Yisachar, Tola Pua Yashuv, and Shimron Yashuv is alluded in the. Uh, Yeshiva that's needed for learning. Ubede Tola, then Yisachar's grandchildren, Uzi, Rafaya, Viriel, a whole list of uh, names. A Shmuel, again, some names are used in uh, by cousins, right? Shmuel, we know, is, uh, is a Levi, and here's a Shmuel of Yisachar. Ubene Uzi, and then the children of Uzi, who's the grandson of Yisachar, keeps going down the lines. Ovadia, Ovadia, Yoel, Yishia, Hamisha, Rashim, Kulam, as it continues. Then we have Binyamin. After this, Binyamin. So Binyamin here, the lists are very different. We don't have all the names of Binyamin that we have in the others. So some say, uh, the Malbim says, this is a different Binyamin, because we're going to have Binyamin in the future Prakim when we get to being Miyaches Sha'ul HaMelech. So the Malbim here says, this must be a different Binyamin. Different Binyamin uh, from maybe from Shevet uh, Yisachar, right? It continues from uh, Yisachar, but in, in any case, Binyamin is is uh, is a fa- all the shvatim can be analyzed. But Rabbi Rivlin, in his Sefer on Brachis, just has a small haara, right? He says on in Parshas Mikase when we talk about the Binyamin Achichem Katon and the young child and the young brother, we get this picture that Binyamin is like a baby. Binyamin's a baby. He's very small and he can't take care of him. So it's uh, usually like three, four years old. Something's going to, uh, to happen to him. But uh, this is, he has 10 children. Right, he has 10 children at, uh, at this time. He's, he's probably about 31, says Rev Rivlin. Oh, so 31. But note that, number one. Number two, the power of Binyamin, as many Mepharshim point out, is his koach hashtika. Right, the stone is yesh, yoshve, yesh peh. He has a mouth and he doesn't use it. He controls his mouth. It was in his in in the knapsack. It doesn't say a word. It doesn't start screaming. We don't even know what he's feeling. Those are no feelings. Right? He has achshashos. He doesn't say a word. What is Binyamin thinking? Did he know about it? What's going on? So that's and her and her and his descendants also had it. Ain Esther Magedes Moladata. Right, Rachel, Rachel kept white, his mother, and descendants. So in both directions, this power of shtika, power of shtika that Binyamin, Binyamin has. But either way, this is either the real Binyamin or a different Binyamin. Obnei Becher, Obnei Bilhan, all these different names that we have. And then we have Pazig Yudbeis. Vishupim, Vechupim, Bineir, Chushim, Bine Acher. Chushim, Bine Acher. So who is Chushim, Bine Acher? So it doesn't talk about done anywhere else here. So there are those that say, the Malbim says that this is Chushim, the son of Acher, is really Chushim, the son of Don. Right? Don had one son, uh, and that's who is being referred to here. The question is why is, he, why is he called Acher here? So some say, we don't know when this is taking place, but Acher, we know Don had a Avodah Zara history. Acher was the name given to Alicia ben Avuya. So maybe it's referring to, uh, to that, that, uh, that story. Of uh, of Acher, but Chushim was uh, was uh, was a unique uh, individual. Remember the Chavos Chaim on Parshas Pinchas has an unbelievable shot. That if you look at Don, Don is one of the largest Shvatim, right? He's called the Maasef. He goes at the end and gathers everybody in Maasef the Kolamachanos, and he's what? And he only had one. He came from one child of Don, 
and that child was even hard of hearing. Maybe he was totally deaf. And from this one special child came a huge shevet. And from Binyamin, we just talked about Binyamin, Binyamin has ten uh, sons, Mupim, Chupim, all of them, one of the smallest shvatim. Says the Chafetz Chaim in Parshas Pinchas. You never know. You never, never know. You could have one shevet with one child. Probably, he says, right when they used to get together for, uh, for the Chagim with Yaakov and his sons and his grandson, they were probably, oh, done the Nebuch. He has one child. What's going to be with the, the, the shevet done? One special needs child, that's it. And look at Binyamin, that's a, he's got a tribe. And yet, look what works out just a generation or two later. That's uh, Hushim, Hushim, uh, the son of Dan. Right? And we know the, uh, the uh, Rav Chayesh Levitz also has a, has a Maimar about the Gemara Masechah where Hushim is the one, while they're waiting to bury Yaakov. And Esav is there, and he's trying to uh, cause problems. He says, no, I bought, the, I bought it from your father. And they sent Neftali back to Mitzrayim to go get the star. Chupim doesn't know what's going on. He's, but he, after they tell him, he says, my grandfather's lying here, Bibi Zion. What's going on here? And he gets rid of Esav. He's the one that's able to see the forest and not just the trees. Not just get blinded by Pratim. That's the power of Chushim. Maybe he had a Chush. We, we got his name for him. He had a feeling. He had a feeling. But in Aftali, so it, again, that's the only three words that we have related to Sheva Dun. But in Aftali, Yachtiel, Guni, Yetzer, Shalom, B'nai Billah, B'nai Menashe, Asriel, right? The next B'nai Menashe is hard. The Mepharshim point out, the Radak and others, hard to put together the family tree. Like who's a, who had who and who's the brother of who? The next couple of Sukkim are, uh, are hard. But we know someone mentioned, and that is Tzlafchad. Tzlafchad is here in Pazik Tezvav. Vatiana le Tzlafchad Banos, and Tzlafchad had daughters. Their names aren't listed here, but we know their names from the Torah, Parshas Pinchas, and again later on, uh, Tzlafchad. Tzlafchad was a, uh, an individual who, according to Chazal, acted L'shem Shamayim, but uh, it was a little tricky, right? The Medrash, Tosas quotes the Medrash in Baal Basra, Kufya Tesma Beis, that Tzlafchad was L'shem Shamayim Neskavit. He was the Makoshesh, right? He violated Shabbos. He did a Malacha on Shabbos. He was the Makoshesh. And he did a L'shem Shamayim. Why? Shohayu Omrim Yisrael, B'nei Yisrael were saying at that time, Kivan Shinik Zeralem Shalalikonis La'aretz, Mimaisa Meraglim, Shuvei Mechuyavim B'mitzvahs. Well, if we're not going into Eretz Yisrael, so we're not going to chayiv in Yishuvah Aretz, so forget the mitzvahs. They were going to give up. They were going to give up right after the Meraglim. So Slavchad wanted to show them that don't give up. Mitzvahs still apply. Ahmad Vachil al Shabbos, Kadesha Yehareg, the Yerachirim. He was Machal al Shabbos so that he would be killed and everybody would realize you got to keep Shabbos. Wow. That is the uh, Tosfist talks about Tzlafcha was L'shem Shemayim. Some Achronim point out if he was doing it for that reason and not because of really he wanted to do a Malacha, isn't that what's called a Malacha Janisrich Lagufa? You're doing it for a different reason than what was done in the Mishkan. And therefore, it's only an Issa Drabanan we paskin. Against the Rambam. Most of the Rambam is Drabanan. Would he be Chayim Misa? So some say the Marshal talks about this. Maybe maybe nobody knew what his Kavanahs were. So fine. That's what the Medrash had some Misora about that. But Bezdin can't paskin based on that. Dvarim Shebelev, Enim Dvarim. And therefore, uh, they wouldn't be able to uh, make any uh, distinctions. But that's what Tosas goes from the Medrash. And then we have Pasuk Chav B'nei Ephraim. B'nei Ephraim Shuselach. Uberid beno, betachas beno, belada beno, the whole rule. And then it says in Pasach of Aleph, Vizevid beno, shizach beno, ezer, ve'elad, v'haragum anshegat. All of a sudden it refers to a war. The anshegat killed these members of Ephraim. Hanoladim ba'aretz. These anshegat that were, were, were living, were born in Gat. Kiyardu lakachas es begleim. Because Ephraim tried to take their, their uh, cattle 
and the Ashigat were not going to have anything of it, and therefore they, uh, they stopped them. Who is, what is this talking about? So the Radak has a couple of days when this story took place. Because if you look at the next Pasuk, it says in Pasuk Chavez, Abel Ephraim Avim, Yamim Rabim. Ephraim was very upset. Ephraim, their father. So it sounds like it's Shevet Ephraim. Maybe this took place, right? The Radak has two days. Maybe this took place in Mitzrayim. We know Chazal tell us that Ephraim wanted to try to leave early. Tried to leave early from the Shibud. Twice even, as we will see. So this is referring to one of the times they made it all the way to Gat, and then the people of Gat killed them. People of Gat killed them. Why? Hanoladim Ba'aretz. The Radak says maybe that means because they knew the terrain of their land. It was like home court advantage. Right? They were in their own areas. Yodim Ha'aretz so the question is, did this happen then? Did this happen uh, later on? Did this happen when they after they went from the after they were in the midbar? So a different day is um, here. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky has a, a gorgeous piece where he talks about. So why did Bnei Ephraim? We know Chazal tell us also in, in Sanhedrin, Bnei Ephraim tried to leave early. They left early and they were and they were crushed. So two ideas. He said number one. Ephraim felt like an aristocrat. Ephraim was born in Mitzrayim. He felt like the Egyptians owed him everything and owed his father everything. My, my father, my Abba, my Yosef, he, he um, helped you out in a time of, of uh, famine. And how can you do this? I don't want to serve you. He was not ready to be Meshubid to the Mitzrayim. And therefore, he's, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. And that's why Avi Mayak Toshav Mitzri should And we can leave, we have strength. Right. They also didn't have the Misora of going back. They thought they could just uh, do it with uh, with strength. Number one. Number two, then he has another shot. He says, maybe he says he says, I once gave a drush in nineteen thirty four when people were deciding not to buy any German products. Things were starting to get bad in Germany. And I said, you know what? Those in Germany, those Jews in Germany, feel like they're at home. They don't feel like they're in Gaulus. They feel like they're at home. Right? There's a Meshachachman B'chukosai that says, Kibheim Choshim Ke Berlin Hirushalayim. So he says, Menashe od Yada Shuzar. Menashe, like, why do you focus on Menashe Ephraim? And why didn't Menashe have the same problem? He was also born there. Menashe knew he was a, he was a, um, an immigrant. And therefore, his name even reflects the essence that he's still connected to Canaan. And therefore, when he felt like an Ezrach, and now he's being um, turned turned on by the by the people who live there, he feels even worse. Feels even worse, and that is Magadol Asevel Shalachenu BeGermania Shashlayatam Mitnapetes Lahem. It's blowing up in their face. They felt hurt more than all the other uh, people there because everybody else knew that they were strangers. They went to Goshen, and but Ephraim didn't feel like a stranger, and maybe it was even more painful for him for them to go in, and that's why they try to leave. But again, they were pushed back until they are they're, uh, according to one shot of the, of the Chazal, they were the bones that uh, Yechezkel was, uh, right, the, spoke about. Either way, this is the battle that happens that the Anshe Gat destroyed Ephraim. And Ephraim, their father, they came to comfort him, they had another son, at a bad, at a difficult time, I had this child. Okay, we continue. So this is all Ephraim, and who else do we have in Ephraim? Pazach of Zion, Nun b'no Yehoshua b'no. Yehoshua b'no, and then it ends. Then it ends. Right? This is uh, the Gemarim Sachim. Remember the Gemarim Sachim? Who's going to bench? Who's going to bench at that amazing suda that's going to take place when Mashiach comes? So the uh, Gabbai is giving out. Okay, Avram, you want to bench? No, I can't bench, says Avram Avinu, because Shemimeni Yasa Yishmael. Yishmael came out of me. Yishmael, you want to bench? No, I had an Asaph. 
Yaakov, do you want a bench? Tul ubeirech. Amar lemeini mevarech shenasasi shte achios bechayehem shasid the Torah shal osuran alai because they married two sisters and the Torah says is going to say that that became usher and even though when I did it it was hash it was siat uruchakodesh and I had to but you know it's still a stain on my record says Yaakov. Moshe, you want to go in? No. Eni mevarech shalozachisi likanis laeret Yisrael lo bechayai v'lo bemosi didn't get to go into Eretz Yisrael. Amar lo Yeshua tolabrech Yeshua you on a bench. No, I didn't have a son. Shenemar, Arpasik. Shenemar, Dechsiv, Yeshua Benun, Nun Beno, Yeshua Beno, and that's where it ends. So Yeshua couldn't because he didn't have a son. And then the next line says, David, you're on a bench. And he takes it, he says, Ani Avarech, Alina Alavarech. Amazing Gemara. Kos Yeshua's Esa, Uvashem Hashem Ekra, says David. That's one Gemara about uh, Nun Beno and Yeshua Beno. There's another Gemara. We're in Erevin, a very uh, harsh Gemara. The Gemara says there, they were in Erevin, Dafsama Gimel. That's the Sugis of Mora Halacha Bifnei Rabo. And the Gemara there mentions on the bottom of Amad Aleph, Amar Milevi called a Mosiv Mila Kamei Rabbe. Anybody who says something in front of their Rebbe, Azalisha below Yevelad, he's not going to have a child. Shenamar, Vayan Yeshua Benun, Mesharis Moshe, Mibachurov, Yeshua Benun. Remember when Eldad Omedad was talking in the Machana, and they were saying, When's Moshe going to die? And Shua got very upset. Adri Moshe Klaim, Viksiv, Nun Beno Yeshua Beno. And it still says, after Yeshua, he didn't have a son, even though he was going, doing it, Lukav and Moshe. He was doing it, Lukav and Moshe. Rechaim Shvalev, it says in Asicha, right, that because it's not just about Kavit, what's the din of Mora Halacha Bifne Rabo about? It's not just about you're not allowed to be mor halacha in front of your rebbe, and it's a, it's, it's a chisaron in kavod rav. That's not the only message, right? He writes in Maimar Samach Aleph. It's about a chisaron in the misora. The misora is affected if I don't kind of like let it go in the proper generations. In the proper generations, he says Veniris shemishum kachomeru onshel shal mor halacha b'fnei rabo. He know he knew Yeshua was doing it for Moshe's kavod, but there's another element. There's something called Baalei HaMesora. Right, even if my Rebbe is going to be Mochel. No, it's not good enough. Yisrael needs this. Klai Yisrael needs the uh, needs this Canaan. By the way, I, I forgot to mention before. I wanted to mention the Perkei de Belazar also has the lashon in Perak Memches about the uh, Ephraim feeling a little high about themselves. Bnei Ephraim begeus libam shehemizera hamalucha vikibori koach b'melchama amdu v'lachun ishem v'neim v'noseim v'yosim yisraim v'radfu amitzrim acharim b'hargu osam. So one version is here might be two different stories that the Mitzrayim ran after them and killed them, and the other one in our pasuk is that the people of Gat they made it all the way to Gat and they were killed then. Uh, we continue. The Psukim t- gets into Menashe, gets into Asher, Bnei Asher, Yimna, Yishva, Yishvi, Uriah, Veserach, Achosam. Serach, the famous Serach Bas Asher, makes it into the Psukim here. Again, somebody who has a lot of uh, numerous Mamari um, Chazal, right? The Derech Herzuta says that she's one of the few people that went into Gan Eden alive, right? And she was the one that was still alive when Moshe Rabbeinu came and said, Where's Yosef buried? And she. Uh, told them in the we're in the river, and uh, Moshe looked at that spot in the river. A lot of uh, different Mamar uh, Chazal about Sarah. She was the one that played the played the uh, the musical instrument. Okay, so that's uh, Sarah. So we have Bnei Asher. Bnei Asher. We continue towards the end. Call Ela Bnei Asher. Rashi Beis Avos Burim Giborei Chayalim. Strong soldiers. Rashi Anasiim. 
And then v'siyachsam batzava b'melchama. They they were mityaches yichus b'tzva melchama. The Gemara Kiddushin Dafayin Vav darshins on this pasuk that the chayalot of Beit David when they gave their names they didn't just give their names they gave their whole yichus. Why they give the whole yichus? Because they wanted the zechus. They only wanted people who were genealogically fit to be in David's army. Rabbi Chinim and Atikinus says in the Mishnah Dafayin Vav if somebody's in David's army you can trust their yichus. Why? The time of my arm reviewed them arav kedeshi yates. They only had good meyuchas people. Kedeshi yates zechusan v'zechus avosam misayatan. Wow. So there's zechus and the zechus of their forefathers would help them out, uh, and that is why they uh, only had meyuchas people uh, in David Hamelach's army. Amazing. This is, takes us through Parak Zion. What we have left is Binyamin, because Binyamin is going to lead us to Shaul Hamelach. Okay, we'll stop here.